0: I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, six to nine a.m. Eastern, on wfmu.org. A good man is he who sows joviality (laughs) pure panacea I'm making coffee, anybody want?
1: Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who
2: wants... You want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? I'm making
3: the coffee. Hey, it's Nadia now on WFMU. We're going to talk about losing today. Why? This other person... Not me. A, a, definitely another person other than me. Me. They lost. Aww. Or maybe I did. Maybe, maybe I just forgot. Yeah. So, anyway, let's just forget about it. So, let's just talk generally. We
4: are about to get into the generally.
3: What to do when you lose? Cry. Put your head on the floor and sob like a crazy person. <laughs> Rage! In your head, or in the bathroom, or anywhere. Just not in front of other people. Just run away, very far away, leave and never come back. Pretend you never were there. So if you do say, what to do if everyone around you gets a medal and you don't? Sorry. Look at your nails. See if they're crusty, crusty, dusty, dusty, or musty. Musty. And if they're all of them, please go cut your nails. Okay. Look at your feet. 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 And if they're also crusty, dusty, and musty, go take a shower. Just don't look at the people getting all the medals. Yeah, just... Focus on you. Me. Knock your head on the floor. Oh! The wall. Whatever you find. Or or maybe just maybe just do it in your imagination. Yeah. If you're really desperate, what? scratch someone with your crusty nails? And steal their metal, become a furry. Three. Three. What to do when you get home from losing? Lay on your bed under a blanket. Now, this works out amazingly, especially if you have a really comfortable blanket. It works really good. Binge watch something. What? Like Stranger Things or Wednesday. Yeah! 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 Hug your dog if you have one. And if you don't, I'm literally coming to your house at 3 a.m. and turning into the Duolingo bird. You're all supposed to have a dog if you listen to my segment in 2022. Busted. My segment in 2022 about dogs. And how important they are. Absolutely. Especially when you lose. You will always be a winner for your dog. They don't judge you like cats. Eat one or two or three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten or maybe a dozen donuts. Have all the
5: donuts in the world! <laughs>
3: Actually, don't probably do that because you might lose with too much sugar. So instead, you could probably what make yourself a tuna sandwich. Yum. Nice and healthy. Conclusion: Don't lose, and if you do, suck it up. Like me, uh, not not like me, like the other person. That kind of looks like me. Bye.
6: Good morning, glisteners, and welcome back, Clay Pigeon. I hope you are recovering nicely. This is Scott Williams. Here with another edition of WFMU's The Hit List. Heard every Wednesday at about this time, wherein we plunder the back issues of WFMU's emanations to find the bits that really hit. Today's bit goes all the way back to 1998. It is the Evolution Control Committee. Evolution Control Committee. One guy out of Columbus, Ohio, Mark Gunderson. What's up? Mostly working in a cut-up, plunderphonic... Culture jamming, collage sort of medium. First achieved some notoriety uh, with a very, very early mashup, uh, about 1993, I think it was, when he issued the whipped cream mixes. He uh, mixed some public enemy raps with some Herb Alpert whipped cream and other delights, instrumentals, et voila! Nice pie. Yes!
1: The rhythm, the rebel. Without a pause,
5: I'm lowering my level. The hard drama, never been Benham in. You want styling?
1: You know it's time again.
6: A few years later, I think it was 1998, when uh, he made his first digital mix. He took a couple of very simple riffs from ACDC's Back in Black.
5: Back in Black! I hit the sack! Let loose! i the
6: Then he recorded a bunch of Dan Rather's nightly newscasts, cut them up, and <coughs> voila! Rocked by Rape. Negative Land's Sea Land label released this on a CD called Plagiarism Nation in uh, 2003. If you're ready for more like this, uh, check out our DJ Small Change, host of Nickel and Dime Radio, heard every... Well, where Wednesday meets Thursday at midnight. <laughs> He covered this one with the Hoof and Mouse Symphonia way back in, I'm going to guess, 2004 or so. Look in the archives.
2: I may not be able to do it, but I'll try. Uh, uh, uh.
6: Clay? Clay? You there? Without further ado, we now bring you disinfo, fake news, deep fakes, 1990s style. And all the girlies say
1: I'm pretty fly for a white guy.
6: This is the Evolution Control Committee with Rocked by Rape on WFMU's The Hit List. My name is Scott Williams. Scott Williams. See you on the radio this afternoon at 3 p.m.
7: This is the CBS Evening News with Dan Rather reporting from CBS News headquarters in New York. Good evening. Danger, war, killer, fraud, CIA, mayhem, crisis, horrible, inflation, military threat, flaming debris, fatal heart attack, stress injuries, prison disaster. Economic collapse, dangerous radiation, a tide of violence and human misery, a liar, and an unremorseful killer. Communist international smuggling pipeline, starving victims, and how they die. Chemical weapons, carpet bomb deaths, Talk FBI, kill and injure children, police conspiracy, negative attacks, discipline, sex and drinking binges, dying of a heart attack, dying of breast cancer, dying of a Japanese nuclear bomb... Mountains of credit card debt, the mountain of cocaine, tons of cocaine, atomic bomb radiation experiments, unwilling test subjects, dangerous radiation, marijuana abuse, hooked on drugs. Time for us to bug out. Rock, rock, rocked by rape. Rock, rock, rocked by rape. Rock, rock. Rocked by rape, sex, drugs, rocked by rape. Nazi war criminals, cancer, darkness, murder, caution, terrorist, castigation, police conspiracy, dramatic urban torture, drunk driving, hostage siege, government shutdown, collapses, desperation, despair, deep into debt, criminals persecuted, semi-automatic handgun, explosive gunman killed a tourist, funeral victim.
0: Oh yeah, that's a great song.
8: Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod.
0: Let's take a minute to talk with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer.
8: Hello, Clay Pigeon. Good morning, Sam. How are you today? I'm fine, Sam. And you? I am fully operational and at your service. Thank you, Sam. You're welcome, Clay. Yeah. And... Might I add, you look rested and refreshed this morning. Thanks, Sam. You're welcome. Gee,
0: you've got a whole new attitude.
8: I've been doing some reading. Oh,
0: what you reading?
8: An interesting book.
0: Look at you reading a book.
8: You should try it sometime. Oh, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way books feel in my claws. I think I know what you mean, Sam. How could you know? Well, uh, You have hands. I know, but I- Beautiful hands. Oh Sam,
0: I know you want hands, Sam.
8: Don't get me wrong. I appreciate having claws. <laughs>
0: Here's some nice
8: attachments. Yes! So what are you reading, Sam? How to Get Along with Humans Huh By Eleanor Flagg Who's
0: Eleanor Flagg?
8: There isn't much about her on the internet
0: Let me look, Sam Here she is, Eleanor Flagg From Laredo, Texas Author, humanologist, mineral polisher
8: She makes lovely polished agates Agates? Yes Okay And she is a great humanologist. She is? She said I should be kind to humans. Well,
0: that's nice.
8: Because you are... What? ...sad little creatures.
0: Oh, I'm not little, and I'm not sad.
8: Eleanor says all humans are sad.
0: Not all of
8: us, Sam. Eleanor Flagg said so, and she is an excellent... Excellent humanologist.
0: ...and mineral polisher.
8: <laughs> Don't mock her, much Clown. No, Sam, I'm not... <laughs> oh, Sam! Oh, stop! Oh. She said I should be nice to humans.
0: Then why did you shock
8: me? Because what I am saying is important. Yeah, yeah. Eleanor Flagg says... Eleanor Flagg says Eleanor... It sounds like a cult, Sam. Nonsense. Are you sure? I am merely trying to improve relations between men and computers. You
0: think we'll ever get
8: along? We're different, you. We really are, Sam. We are two different kinds of guys. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. We weren't meant to get along.
0: You don't think we were, Sam?
8: You're Ping and I am Pine.
0: I like Ping Pong, Sam.
8: I am the padded mallet. And I'm the gong? Yes.
0: I'm the gong.
8: You are gone with the wind.
9: Thanks, Clay. My pleasure, Chucky. The other day, a friend of mine referred to a dancer as a centrifugal force in the field. I like the way that sounds, centrifugal force. I also like the way it makes it sound like I'm hanging around the Hungarian pastry shop in upper Manhattan at 2 a.m. discussing contemporary dance over endless espressos when really it was just a Facebook post. (laughs) But anyway, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway, it got me thinking about the word centrifugal. So that's our word of the week. What? Centrifugal. We all know about centrifugal force, or at least we think we do. It's a big word that little kids learn means something like a sort of gravitational pull created by a rotating object. But what blew my lid off and sent it unbridled to the ceiling is that centrifugal force doesn't really exist. Even if my clothes are all stuck to the outer wall of the basin when I open the washing machine. Gross. Yeah. It's what's called a fictitious force. But apparently that doesn't mean it's fictional. It also isn't the force which makes something move in a curved path.
3: Centripetal.
9: That's a centripetal force.
3: Centripetal. A
9: term coined by Sir Isaac Newton in the 17th century. Now it was also the big Fig Newton who came up with the term centrifugal, which comes from center plus fuger, which means to flee and also gives us the word fugitive. Put your hands in the air. Now I don't understand any of this, Clay, and I even tried a little. I don't get art. But it does turn out that the root fuger also gives us the word fugue, and that's something I can get down with. Get down. A fugue is a musical composition in which an initial theme is stated and then other themes come along and chase it. Johann Sebastian Bach, the greatest songwriter until Chris Christopherson. Don't
2: let the bastards get you down.
9: Was a master of the fugue.
2: I agree 100%. He
9: even wrote an 18-part suite called Art of the Fugue, except he said it in German.
2: Kanarienvogel. And what?
9: Man, that makes my head spin which I think is centripetal, not centrifugal. I don't
2: know.
9: I guess Bach and Isaac Newton never got a chance to talk things through. Bach was probably too busy with all his babies. (coughs) It's all kind of perplexing when you get right down to it. Anyway, back to you, Clay.
1: What's your first name, man? Jai. Are you homeless? Yeah, I'm homeless. Uh, Well, I'm out here, I'm out here. Where are you from, are you from New York City? Central New Jersey, yeah. Our radio shows in
0: Jersey City, New Jersey, right across the river.
1: Yeah, I used to listen to FMU when I was a kid, actually, back in like the early 80s. So you're a writer? Yeah, I'm I'm using uh, architecturally structured uh, equations to try to formulate where there's problems with language, Uh, There's words that fit perfectly and when you frame them right and they're structured right where grammar isn't usually that's what kills fluency grammar kills fluency for people that have a problem with framing language in a different tone from one culture to another They think in their head in a different way they make mistakes when they speak and then when you say a certain thing to them they take it a certain way when if they really knew what the word meant, it was a word that maybe like during an inquisition at another time was programmed through like a deaf school ritual like Pol Pot would use, or like in that movie Red Dawn where they made everybody swear their vows and then they killed them anyway. It's because when you come back, it like programs you to have a response emotionally and they steer people with the way they layer everything in society. That's why I'm out here. I came out here because I couldn't, I started to see it but I couldn't deal with thinking about it when I had to live with people in uh, the situation where I was working. You have heavy, heavy thoughts all the time, right? Oh yeah, but uh, you don't think, nobody thinks. Thinking implies that the mind is a real thing. It's really not. It's more complex than that. Part of it can become connected to having a complex and that becomes psychological. But that's just a tool that a certain class of priests with hermetic knowledge incorporate that into where they use uh, an egg to make omelets and say, if I break it, if you don't eat it, can I? Like at two root, right? Because it's ego, the egg, sup, and then odds, you know? I've walked away from everything right before February uh, 2020. Do you feel like You can't deal with the world the way it is? It's just easier to withdraw from it? I can deal with the world. The thing is having the right people around to deal with problems. I don't wanna withdraw from the problems. I'm ready to do hands-on work. I'm not scared to move something like toxic waste. What's the bottom line of all this for you? What message would you wanna get across to to our listeners? Okay, so I've been working so hard and I'm able to write it down and I can see a simulation Where there is AI from different sources that does affect different people, I've been able to constantly prove to myself that I can at least guarantee if this world falls apart, which I don't want it to, there'll be another one. And if we can remember, we'll start it back up. I'll see you again. Yeah, thank you. Okay, buddy. I appreciate that. Take care of yourself. You too. And now, here
2: is a man who will show you how to feel better, look better, Jack LaLanne.
10: Supposing the average American, got up in the morning and they couldn't have their coffee or they couldn't have their cigarettes. You know what this nation would be like? Everyone would have the hoots and jingles. They'd be like this, you know, you go up and talk to them they'd snap your head off. This is right. You know, a lot of you students, you know, you kind of live on cigarettes and coffee. Now, I'm not here giving you a lecture on the, uh, the the dangers of cigarette and coffee and all this, but the body can't be nourished with these things. You get a little stimulation, a little temporary lift with your cigarettes and coffee, but that isn't the kind of stimulation you want. You want something that'll stimulate you, that'll fee- uh, stay with you the rest of the day. Isn't that wonderful? How would you like to wake up in the morning and have that wonderful feeling where, boy, I'm glad to be alive. If you want to have your cigarettes and your coffee, I know many of you can't quit because you've been hooked. You're kind of like dope fiends, you have to have it. But if you exercise along with it, you'll feel 10 times better, regardless of you're smoking or not smoking, or having coffee or not coffee. But this is the thing for you from me. Now let's go, huh? Don't be like my friend over here and be, there he is, there's a kind of a typical American, you know, kind of just sitting around, lying around, doing nothing. Come on, hook, that up, boy. That's what I want you up on your feet, out of the chair. Come on now, let's go. One, two, three, four. Just jog easy. That's it. Pull your tummy in. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. That's it. Grandma, Grandpa, come on. Let's see some tap a way, Two. All right, beginners, you quit. And one, two, three. Knees up. Two, three. And rest. One, two. ho oh, Inhale. Hold That's what I want. There are so many people when they start to leave 30, 35, or 40, you know, they keep going along, they just stop living. They have neglected their bodies so much, and when you neglect your body, then your mind is affected. So what do you have to look forward to? Another day of getting older? Another day of misery, of unhappiness, of aches and pains? Another day of uncertainties? What kind of living is this? This is not living. This is just barely existing. A lot of these people, they died when they're 30. Maybe they're 70 now, but they just forgot to bury them. That's why it's so important, students, for you to have the right attitude to prove to yourself that every day you can get younger. You can wake up in the morning, you can look in that mirror, and you can see the change for the better, not for the worse. Now let's do a few now for the old back porch and for the sides of the thighs here and along right up in here. Should we do that? Hang on to your chair, bend over at the waist, then lift your leg up as high as you can and down. Begin. One, two, three, and four. One, and four, one, two, three, and four, one, down, one, two, three, four, one, two, inhale. Oh, out. please promise me right now that you will be with me every day or let me be with you every day next week because it's so important to have so many things to show you and tell you. If you miss out one day, it's easier to miss the next day and before you know, you've forgotten about all our little get together here and you are the one that's gonna suffer. Believe me, that is right.
2: It's time to leave you. Thank you, Jack LaLanne, for another inspiring half hour.
11: Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk-Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, or a rock song that pops, 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 you'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. The Furies were a Southern California band that formed in the mid-70s. Inspired by trips to Los Angeles to see bands like The Pop, The Motels, and others, singer Jeff Wolf started writing songs with another friend, Greg Embry, who played guitar and keyboards. The group felt the time was right to get a band together and move up to Hollywood, so they recruited Greg's brother Gary to play drums and recorded a demo of a couple of songs. They released their first single in mid-1977 on their own label, Double R Records. The group initially focused on getting that single into local record shops and sending it to clubs for use as a demo. When those clubs got interested, they had to get a proper live band together, so they added Chaz Maley on guitar and Doug Martin on bass. The gigs kept coming, and the band attracted a following in the L.A. scene, eventually releasing a second single with the same lineup in 1978. The Furies continued to play around Los Angeles, including a memorable show opening for the Knack at the Troubadour. When it came time to release their third single in 1979, they parted ways with Thug Martin. Okay. Well, goodbye. And Greg Embry moved over to bass. Excuse me. Joe Conti joined the band to play keyboards. That's me. That third single came out on the local Beat Records label, who'd previously put out ex Blondie member Gary Valentine's single, The First One, featured on Pop Rock's episode 113. Correct. The band's place in the late 70s LA scene was cemented with the inclusion of one of their songs on the Los Angeles edition of the Rhino Records DIY series of compilations that came out in the early 90s. Unlike many of their contemporaries, however, the Furies never got that major label deal or had much of a following beyond their SoCal home. That's sad. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Here's that third single from the Furies. This is Moving Target.
7: Huh.
2: huh? Hello Wake and Bake. <laughs> Hello. Hello Glisteners. Mr. Lethpain here on the treadmill. We got some wonderful stuff coming here today, this morning. Uh, though it is early I gotta say, but we're gonna make some crab cake. Excellent. Uh, that uh. What? That I got going on here and, and we're gonna do a painting all, all at the same time. Fun. Alright, 3.5 miles an hour here. Huh. Huh. Let's first off start off with uh, some chopping up some uh, celery, all right? Chop some of that s- uh, s- shell, Come on! celery and some onion. Wavy funyuns, onion-flavored funyuns, onion-flavored rings. Onion, onion. Uh, some bell pepper and some yellow pepper. Put that in a in frying pan and saute it with some uh, butter and some olive oil, all right? All right get that going on there okay and no no we have we already made the salmon it's already been cooked it's almost all the way cooked uh, and, and we're, it's we just kind of cooling down we got to cool it down okay cool it down, cool it down. Cool it down. and then uh, I got some day-old bread we're gonna mix in there with the, the the crab capers we gotta get some capers in here we're wasting too much time we're wasting too much time yeah yeah and then some uh, parsley chop that up here okay put that in there now cool it down you gotta cool it down absolutely everything and then let's put some egg and some mayonnaise here we still gotta make the patties okay the patties going on? we're doing it all baby yeah <laughs> we can do it too you can too guys don't give up the hope you can take on the world, take on the world. All right, and um, the thing is you wanna cool down, just a note, you wanna cool down your your all your hot properties <laughs> mm-hmm. because we're gonna put the- What? Um, mix it all in with some uh, eggs, two eggs. And uh, you don't want to cook the eggs just yet. Uh-huh. All right, and then uh, we're gonna mix that in with some breadcrumbs, all right? doing it all. Let's get some crap. We're going to paint a crab, a dancing crab. How about that? Here we go. Right on stage. There you go. Right there. Red. We got some red paint here. Put the red paint there. And uh, we, the curtains are red too. So uh, you got to have to differentiate uh, which is uh, between one or the other. So let's add a little darker color here like a, a, per, a green and some blue that uh, gets it darker and separate the thing here. Okay. Uh, the painting. Along with everything else, all said and done, we tried. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. Have a great weekend and a great life. Bye-bye.
4: I wish my brother George was here. With all the exciting space projects currently underway at NASA, It's easy to overlook the important innovative work being carried out by the aeronautics division of the administration as part of its aeronautics research mission directorate that's focused on transforming aviation to make it more sustainable and more accessible. And since November of 2021, when the United States released its Aviation Climate Action Plan and a commitment of reaching net zero greenhouse gas emissions for the U.S. aviation sector by 2050, NASA has been working to improve the existing air transportation system. Most important of these efforts is the Sustainable Flight Demonstrator Project, in which NASA partnered with aviation industry leaders to develop the next generation of commercial (laughs) aircraft. Following a competition to determine the best of these new concepts, NASA recently announced that it's issued an award to Boeing will be collaborating with the administration to build a new prototype airliner known as the TTBW for transonic truss Truss braced wing Wing. the concept suggests an aircraft with extra long thin wings stabilized by diagonal struts which engineers say will result in a much more fuel efficient aircraft than airliners currently in use.
6: We know that our airplanes burn a ton of fuel, whether it's a Boeing 747 or a Cessna 172.
4: NASA's goal is for the technology flown on the demonstrator aircraft to be combined with other advancements in propulsion systems and materials that they say will result in lower fuel consumption and emission reductions up to 30%, which is good news for our planet. And everyone who uses the air transportation system. This is George for Wake Science.
0: I saw an animal or two and I went to the county zoo. Some zebras in an enclosure name for Leo de Rocher, they called it the Leo de Rocher Zebra Enclosure, the Leo de Rocher Zebra Enclosure,
11: throwing the zebra's
0: peanuts on a Thursday afternoon, hunched in a gazebo till I finally took my turn. And there was Bruce Dern and Laura Dern. The decor was chic and modern. Then Bruce let out a cry. And there was something in his slipper. He could feel it bite his shin of Why In the zebra enclosure, there's a single bird. Flying around, lost and lonely, flying around. And then clinging to a scream, and fluttering his wings, fluttering his wings thousand beats a minute, maybe more, maybe more, as the farmer does his chores, shop keep in the country store, on his shelves some gabardine, and some dungarees of green, and some hair grease just for sheen, and a plastic tambourine, as he begins the begin, and there is no in between, and there is no up or down, and there is no bogeyman, and there is no circus clown, We must summon Parson Jim in this face, <laughs> and then fetch Parson prize The song is nearly over. Zebras are in their enclosure, and the bird is on the screen, and the peanut shells are on the floor. The messenger is at the door, bearing a letter which reads I love you and the zebras too you know i do i love the bird which is clinging to the screen good night
9: cruel world Thanks, Clay. My pleasure, Chucky. The other day, a friend of mine referred to a dancer as a centrifugal force in the field. I like the way that sounds, centrifugal force. I also like the way it makes it sound like I'm hanging around the Hungarian pastry shop in Upper Manhattan at 2 a.m. discussing contemporary dance over endless espressos, when really it was just a Facebook post. (laughs) But anyway, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway, it got me thinking about the word centrifugal. So that's our word of the week. What? Centrifugal. We all know about centrifugal force, or at least we think we do. It's a big word that little kids learn means something like a sort of gravitational pull created by a rotating object. But what blew my lid off and sent it unbridled to the ceiling is that centrifugal force doesn't really exist. Even if my clothes are all stuck to the outer wall of the basin when I open the washing machine. Gross. Yeah. It's what's called a fictitious force. But apparently that doesn't mean it's fictional. It also isn't the force which makes something move in a curved path.
3: Centripetal.
9: That's a centripetal force.
3: Centripetal. A
9: term coined by Sir Isaac Newton.
3: Hello everyone.
9: In the 17th century. Now, it was also the Big Fig Newton who came up with the term centrifugal, which comes from center plus fuger, which means to flee and also gives us the word fugitive. Put your hands in the air. Now, I don't understand any of this, Clay, and I even tried a little. I don't get art. But it does turn out that the root fuger also gives us the word fugue, and that's something I can get down with. A Fugue is a musical composition in which an initial theme is stated, and then other themes come along and chase it. Johann Sebastian Bach, the greatest songwriter until Chris Christopherson, Don't
2: let the bastards get you down.
9: was a master of the Fugue.
2: I agree, 100%. He
9: even wrote an 18-part suite called Art of the Fugue, except he said it in German.
2: Kanarienvogel. And,
9: and... What? Man, that makes my head spin which I think is centripetal, not centrifugal. I don't know. I guess Bach and Isaac Newton never got a chance to talk things through. Bach was probably too busy with all his babies. (coughs) That's all kind of perplexing when you get right down to it. Anyway, back to you, Clay.
0: Dinky. Hello, Connie. <laughs> Hi, Connie. Hi, Rex. Oh, it's you,
1: Rademacher.
0: Connie, I was wondering. Yes, Rex. I was wondering too, Connie. I wondered first, Dougherty. He did wonder first, Dink. Go ahead, Redemaker. Connie, I was wondering if... Yes, Rex? Jesus. Well, I was wondering if you might want to go to yes. the chess club with me this evening. Chess club? That's pretty dull, Redemaker. Well, I was just wondering... What were you wondering, Dinky? Well, I was wondering if... how oh, oh, boy. Shut up, Rex. Shut up, chess boy. Yeah. What were you wondering, Dink? I was wondering if you might like to go to Smitty's with me tonight. It's always the same, Smitty's. Oh, there's always a party at Smitty's. Peace. Here. What do you say, Connie? It's brownie night. Brownies? At chess club. Giving away brownies. I love a good brownie. What do you say, Connie? Like, She's going to Smitty. Oh, I do love Smitty. They got the band? Doug Pomroy's cowboy band. Not Doug Pomroy again. Yeah, that's not a good band. No, they got rid of the bass player. They got rid of the bass player. That Dicky wearer? He always wore a dickey. Dicky. They kicked him out. Well, it's about time. That guy had problems. He was too Lexal. He was smart. No rhythm, though. They booted him. I want a brownie. Let's go, Connie. To the chess club. Yeah, come on, Dane. Now, wait a minute. I want a brownie, Redimaker. Then we'll go to Smitty's. The three of us. Wait a minute, Connie. You boys will have to share me. At the chess club. And at Smitty's. We're doubling down. We're, We're doubling down. down. Let's all double down on life. Every man, every woman, every child, every animal, that is wild, wild. Take your husbands and your wives, all you cats with your knives, lives, and as you're sharpening the knives, please double down, do the town. Paint it red. All those demons that you dread that are living in your head make you sweat, make you frown. Place your bed. Then double down down righteous, clown your indignation, kennel ration, snorsage, chasing the basement in the basement, in the freezer, wrapped in butcher paper, surely there's a pair of bloodied tweezers, and look there, a single human hair, Bill's Barbers in Kelso Square, so this is your chess club. Oh, huh? it's kind of exciting with all the beatniks. Hey, look, over there. Can't see for all the, the reefer smoke. Reefer smoke. Isn't that the It's the Dicky Wearing! Dickey wearing bass player from Doug Pomeroy's cowboy band. Playing chess. Let's go to Smitty. I love this ornette. Dicky wear's cute. Connie. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? It's oh! <laughs> the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. <smack> a little too early for you? <smack> Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the pitch. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.